Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversation with Maria and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning into the online broadcast network After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is our tribute to Hilary Duff, of course. Hello, everyone. I'm Tara Johnson, and this is the After Buzz After Show for Younger. We're doing season two, episode eight, Beyond Therapy, and it's just the ladies tonight. How about that? We're missing our Dan, as a matter of fact. But like I said, I'm Tara Johnson, but I'm not here holding it down alone. I have two lovely co-hosts, so I'd like them to introduce themselves. Hi, guys. I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on social media at Rockin' Mama Life. Rockin' Mama Life and SamD43. And so Tara Johnson, TJ Wagoner, Tail. So follow us, comment, like us. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. You can find us wherever and wherever you can find us. Please let us know you exist by sending us comments and letting us know what you think of what we're doing. We're working hard, so if you could rate us for five stars, we would greatly appreciate it. And so after we've gotten all of that out of the way, let's get into the show. Beyond Therapy. So I know I have commented for weeks that I felt like the episodes, we were just kind of going around in a circle and around a circle Mm -hmm. waiting for something to happen. Well, some stuff done happened this yes. episode, yes. as a matter yeah. of fact. Right. So I think, let's say, we had a recurring character, that great Cheryl Sussman that we all love so yeah. much oh, came back. Love to hate. Don't we love to hate Cheryl her? Sussman. Oh, Cheryl. And then we have this new character, Dr. Ray, who seems to be starting a whole bunch of you know millennial trouble yeah. with her timeline conversation. So what do we think about Dr. Ray and telling everyone about their timeline? Are you guys like feeling constrained or, you know, constricted by your timeline in, in any way, shape, form, or fashion? Yes. I wasn't until right now. <laughs> now, I'm very, now you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? No, my time in life. It's funny because I'm 28 now, and so is Hilda on the show, you know. Kelsey is 27, she's right. turning, but I have felt like a weird, I know I'm the youngest out of all you guys, so you're all looking at me like, screw you. No. Um, but I have been you going... You just call me old. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I remember 28. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you guys are like, I'm going to kill you even more now. If I remember it, it's not that far away. 
No, we all are only like a few years apart, but this did get me. However, I did love this new Doctor character mm-hmm. that's come in because it's creating a new ally for Lysa to have. True. Who can, she can like, has now told the truth. So sometimes you need that one person who you can just tell the truth, you know, and like, oh, I'm free. I've told someone besides poor Josh, but we'll talk about Josh. Yeah, I don't know. I like this deciding decade kind of idea. I feel like a lot of a lot of change happens in like your 20s, mm-hmm. you know, and there's like this it's kind of like this decade that really it it does make a big difference in like your life. Like kind of the things you go through during that time, it's when you're becoming an adult, it's when you're learning how you cope with real life situations, the people you choose to surround yourself with, the priorities you place on family and work and yourself and I don't know I like it I thought it was interesting because this might be one of the first times in the show that Kelsey who is all career you know I started working at you know thank you I started working there three days after graduation now I have this imprint and I'm about to be 27 you know tomorrow and then Dr. Ray drops like one thing on her just make sure you get what you want and he can give you what you want and her whole world is turned upside down where she was all like career 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 I don't have time for all of that one sentence from some psychologist and she's like wait a minute I, I'm like twisted I'm completely twisted yeah and she's gonna throw her whole like life into yeah. kind of shambles basically on what this one person said but I feel like this is a very New York issue. Like, I, I spent a lot of time in New York, um, in the city, and I think, you know, I'm sure it happens in other places as well, but when you're in the city, it's, and I was there during that same time in my life, mm-hmm. like my, you know, late 20s, and you get so caught up in, like, this rat race of, like, working there and doing all this stuff, and, and I'm sure it happens other places, but it's a very New York City thing, and yeah. I have a lot of friends that have gone through it where it's, like, you get on this track, and it's all that's important, and you sucked into it, and then, like, you go home to visit family or whatever. You go, you know, you get a little break from it. Outside and you realize, of that world. Yeah. Holy crap, like my eggs are freezing up inside <laughs> of me. Like what is happening? What am I doing? Like there is more to life than this rat race. And I think it's it's very appropriate for her to sort of come in and be like, hey, Kelsey, like what what are you doing? There's there's more to life than what you're what you're doing. Like what about you? What about your you know, what do you do? your well, other goals. And also, not just for Kelsey, for Liza, too. Like, Liza took this whole deciding decade conversation, and she's interpreting as, oh, my gosh, I get a chance to do my 20s again, which I don't exactly agree with her interpretation of this whole deciding decade. I think she's kind of cheating it, as a matter of fact, because she, one, we know she's pretending to be in her 20s again, but her point to the doctor was, we really know how to market this book, you know, well, I know how to do this because I've, like, I live my 20s and I got married and I had the kid and now I'm doing it again and focusing on career, but I'm like, that's not really fair because normally for a 20-year-old, it's an either or, not an and thing, and Liza really gets the chance to do it with both. Yes, but with that being said, as a man, he, a man can do both. A man can that's true. Ha, get married, have a family, and then get divorced and be like, oh, I'm a bachelor, and all of a sudden start all over. So yeah. I think that we should give Liza a little bit of slack and maybe an applause for doing something that women really have never been able to do, which is recreate themselves. Good point. Yeah, that's and I do point. think she is getting to you know relive this deciding decade and make choices that maybe she didn't make the last mm-hmm. time and see how they end up and so I feel like it is yes it's cheating in a sense because I, I agree with you she right. doesn't have the pressure of 
will I have a family? Will I not have a family? Right. That's taken off the table. She already has a beautiful daughter, and she's lived that life. So it's not like she has to decide really right. one way or the other. She already has gotten one of the results. And so now she's not really choosing between the two, but she is getting to sort of relive and make different decisions. And we see her making some decisions of career over love and, you know, seeing where that leads her. Yeah, her biggest decision right now is the weight of her lie and who it's impacting. So Josh had a great opportunity in this episode, going to be in the Creative Minds edition of T Magazine, New York Times. That's Mm -hmm. huge. And he was killing that photo shoot. Could I please see the pictures? Well, it just looks like all the photos I've seen of him in magazines when he's doing his lean and stuff. I'm like, I am totally buying a it. boy like, can lean. Right, I'm a good all leaner. About it. <laughs> he really is. It's amazing. It's, it's really professional great. leaner. Like it was a prof- like a lean and something with the lips. I was done. Like I'm all in and the hair. Right. So, it's just yeah. If Dan was here right now, he'd be saying a lot of bad words. And that's right. That's like, true. Amazing words. <laughs> yes, but really descriptive ones that we would yes. all understand. We miss you, Dan. Yeah. We do miss you, Dan. <laughs> So poor Josh has this great opportunity, and he wants to be in the great boyfriend that I think he is. I know we have different ideas about whether we think she should be with Josh or Charles. But in this episode, Josh's first thing was like, here's this great opportunity. I want you all in it. Do you want to come and, like, be Mm -hmm. a part of it? And she's like, I can't do it. They have fact checkers. but Like, completely makes it about her. And I know she has to make every situation about her to protect her lie. But this just, I mean... But is it to protect her lie? I don't know. This was the first time where I was like, and I think it was dealing with the Dr. Ray in like this deciding decade, and I had this kind of epiphany. I'm like, she's not doing this because of the lie. She's doing this because she's choosing career. She's choosing Liza. Liza and her career are more important this go around than Josh and her love. And it became very apparent. I wanted him to get really mad at her. And I think he did eventually. No, he yeah. didn't. He did eventually. But of course, he's trying. Because I think, and I think you're right. I think Liza's choosing career over love, whereas Josh is trying to swallow this and go with this because he's mm-hmm. trying to choose love over actually himself mm-hmm. yeah. and who he and really he is. And he was, he is Liza, you know, like what, however many years ago mm-hmm. when she met her husband and got married and had a kid. Yeah, he's trying to make this work. And you know, okay, I understand it. I've like agreed to try to go with this lie as much as possible. You don't have to be a part of it. And and he did try that. You know, he followed her wishes. And I agree. She's choosing career over him. And it was the first time I really said to myself, like like you, I was like, this really isn't about her lie. Mm-mm. And this really isn't about, oh, what if someone finds me out? This is no. really about you not wanting to lose your position. It's yeah. really just she about that. Yeah, she doesn't want to lose this career. She doesn't lose his career. Yeah. And so Josh went along with it. And we're skipping ahead, but might as well talk about it. Sorry. until That's okay. No, no. <laughs> And, and the article comes out, and I'm sure the pictures were gorgeous, and I'm sure the article was fantastic, but lo and behold, Josh ends up on the short end of the stick again, and he just can't take it any longer. That, if he would have said, if he would have swallowed his pride then and said, okay, we can still work this out, I would think I would have lost a tab no. of respect for him. Yeah, like, he had to. Sometimes you have to draw the line. For him, to, I was so, I was cringing when they were, like, talking bad to his face and telling him what a bad person he was. And she was just like, guys, stop. I was like, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. Like, This is your chance to make a choice, to stand up, be a freaking adult, and defend him. And not be, I don't know, I just thought yeah, it was so Yeah, and just lame. be like, I told him to exactly. because of X, Y, and Z. She could have, yeah. she's good at making up lies. Uh, she's clearly. She could have made up another, but 
I want to ask you guys a question, and the viewers too. At the end of last season, I wanted Josh to be bad, to piss us off, to make us feel as though, like, you know, it's fine, she can do without him, because we know this relationship, I think, at the end of the day, is going to be doomed, so it makes it so much easier for the viewer to not like him. Oh, I mean, come on, guys. No, but it's not as good. It's not as good of a storyline if we don't like him, because then it's obvious, and you're not invested. Like, if we love him, and she fucks it up, like... We gotta it do something with weight. him. We have to do something He's with him. He's done something. He's done. But I think the more we love him, the more we're rooting for it. And like when just like when you said, I don't eventually we just don't think this is gonna last. I'm like, I don't wanna I just can't even I don't wanna hear that because you can tell he really cares for her so much. He knows so much more this season than he did last season. It's been a hard pill yeah. for him to swallow. Like He's changing who he is morally to try to make this work with this woman. There's not a lot. Of, I'm not going to say men. There's Ooh. not a lot of people who do that. Yeah. And she just continues to, to ask more and more of him. And I'm just like, when is enough enough? Maybe he'll find happiness with her daughter. Please no. I like her daughter. Oh, that is. I hate her daughter. Yeah, I'm not a daughter uh-huh. fan. I'm not a daughter fan. But I, I, I was waiting for her to say. But wouldn't something. that be hysterical? That would be sad. <laughs> Even if I was a daughter fan, I would not be a fan yeah. of Josh That'd and be her. So awkward. I would be sad by that because I would say Josh. I thought you. I would think Josh. I thought you were better, better. than that. Mm-hmm. Totally exactly. thought you were better than that. And she's then, more age appropriate though. Yeah, so but I also think be? she's jealous and thirsty. I also think his daughter. Like Aww, I think no. her daughter to do that would try to get back at her mom for something. Ugh, like, I'm it's so just, on with you. Tina. Yeah, I just am like, nah, that's, that totally skews me. I don't, <laughs> I'm not with that at all. Wait, so can I ask you guys a question, though? Because this is this episode brings up, like, a very real, like, conversation on, like, love versus work. And I know what I believe, but I'm curious to think, to hear what you guys think. Like, which is more important, love or, or career? I can't say that I think one is more important than the other. I think within each person, we have to find our balance that makes us happy. I know that sounds cheesy, like I'm That's trying to get out. out of it. Yeah, cop, cop out. out. But, for, I mean, but for someone who, I mean, I, I work as an attorney, and mm-hmm. I meet people, and I've never been married, and I meet people who just automatically assume that because I have a career and this, that, and the other, I'm choosing my career and never even ask me. No. Whereas I'm like a very traditional Southern person. Yeah. But it's also the kind of thing of like, well, I'm not married, so what am I supposed to do? Act as if I'm married and like not do certain things because you know it's kind of like a catch twenty two. Would you, as a single woman who wants to be married, you're not married, but what do you do with your life? You're supposed to hold on to your life, and you right. know. So it's this kind of. So I think you have to find the balance. So that's what I've done as a single woman. I've found the balance to have a relationship, but also want my career. You have to I, I yeah. answer a question yourself. I, you know. Yeah, I don't think there's an easy answer to that mm-hmm. question, and I don't think that like men have to answer that question. Really, mm-hmm. but because, you know, we have to have children and all of that. But at this point in my life, like, God, I can't tell you the last relationship I've had because I've been so focused on my career and I don't, like, like it, you know. But it's – I think women are different, too. We're so emotional. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least me, I'm a Libra, so I'm, like, very – I don't either, know what any of that means. Any, me, but any Libras out there, <laughs> I don't know. It, okay, it means that either you, like, have – it's a scale when you look at okay. a Libra. So it's, like, either too much or too little. And so I'm always on one end of the scale or not. I don't know. Huh. I'm a Virgo. I don't know what that says <laughs> about me. And I'm a Gemini. But I think... <laughs> Geminis I are awesome. I Thank find you. that interesting because I think um, 
and I don't know if my perspective is different because I'm married, but like to me, you know, and and to your point that men don't have to deal with it, they absolutely do. You know, for my husband, he has a very demanding job and he works long hours and he's consistently struggling with family versus work and he would give it all up in a heartbeat to spend more time with us, but then we'd be homeless and starving. (laughs) So then it's like you're obligated to, for me, I don't have that societal pressure to, you know, support the family. I also don't make enough money to even come close to supporting our family in Los Angeles. But for me, it's, you know, I, I value my career and working towards my career, but no job, no nothing is more important than my family and the love I have for my husband and my son. And so it's just, it's interesting yes, no, it's to a, hear. That's why I was like, I, I want to hear your perspectives yeah. on it. Well, I want to, let's get everyone else's yeah. perspective. Like, let us know what you think. I mean, I think it's something, and I appreciate what you're saying. I think it, whereas we all automatically think it's just a decision that women make, I think you're right. Like, yeah. I think it's, especially now with everyone with careers being so, so high pressure and being, mm-hmm. you know, 16 hours, 17 hours, 24-7 type of thing. I think it's something that we all have to struggle with and have to answer our questions. I'd love to hear what the viewers have to say about that, too. Yeah. Um, So we had a proposal in this episode. Yes, ew. Oh, well, okay, all right. I mean, okay, well, let's take it all the way back. Let's take it back. So, (laughs) Sorry. I mean, that's just what I think about it. It's an honest honest assessment. Like, okay, so Kelsey goes, is going crazy after Mm -hmm. she talks to Dr. Ray. That takes her out. And, and I love how she's like, we're very serious. I've met his parents. I've, I'm going to meet his boss at this, you know, this mm-hmm. function. Like, those are the type of things that she describes as them being serious. Yes. She goes to this gala, I guess, or whatever, meets his boss, crushes it. The boss is, like, so impressed. Mm-hmm. Turns around and that's like, let me fix up your birthday present. Let's do this threesome. But he's that's stupid. Mur, but, that's, mur, but the mur. thing is, but that's who he's always been, though. Like, we've always know, talked about, we've never liked him, but she sees something in him, breaks up with him. Do we think, honestly, without having she, had the discussion with Dr. Ray, would she have just laughed that off before? You know, it's like before Dr. Ray, after Dr. Ray. So after Dr. No. Ray, we know she broke up with that. Before Dr. Ray, what do, you, what we, what do we think our, her like reaction would have been? Well, I think it just shows how kind of, like, Play-Doh Kelsey is. Mm-hmm. And we can't, you know, Dr. Ray or not Dr. Ray, whether it would have been Dr. Ray or somebody else, she would have been influenced. She's young, and right. that's what's going to happen. But at the same time, I think that that is young, too, and loves her. No. Okay, well, okay. you know well, what? I think he can do better, and he's going to start doing better. Oh, here's here's my issue with okay. the proposal. Right, he was not upset when she left him at the party. He was confused because he's stupid. No, I think he was confused. No, yeah, I think he proposed because his boss, who he so desperately wants to impress, told him not to let her go. And I think I think that that is the only reason he proposed because he so desperately wants to succeed at work and he so desperately wants to be important at his job, and he was using her as a pawn at this whole... I think the only reason he invited her to this party was to have a pretty charming girl in his arm to impress his boss with. And his boss wanted to introduce her to his wife, and he couldn't find her, and I think he was like, oh, my boss really likes her, I'm going to blow it with him, I I can't lose her, and I think he proposed to her because of that. And I think she said yes, because she's... Her biological clock is ticking. I... Don't think a whole lot of that, and never have. But I will say, 
I thought his proposal was probably the only time I've ever seen him step up and seem genuine, genuine, caring. Really? Or I, I did, and I, and he I said I've checked off all the boxes with you, whatever, and some that I didn't think of. Like it yeah. just seemed so. But that was supposed to be from the sample chapter that he read from, I guess, Doctor Ray's yeah. book. So that was showing her that show, he that knows he how actually, to read. That, right. Yeah. We all had that question. But I mean, I, I think, and I do, I think the, the boss coming to him was a huge influence. But like, the way I thought of it was, he thinks so much of this boss. Like when they were walking in, he was like, he bought mortgage-backed securities in 2008. Like he thinks a lot of this man and this man's mm-hmm. opinion. And it's his boss. I get that. The fact that the boss was impressed with his girlfriend, I think, and then he came back and said, She's a keeper. I don't think that's the only reason he proposed. Do you think he would have proposed if his boss had not said that to him? Don't I, let this girl go. I think the boss gave him a different perspective that no. he didn't have before. Yeah, I that think, he should marry this girl so that his boss. Likes I think because, it. but I think it was because he respects the boss. I think he respects the boss' opinion and the fact that Kelsey broke up with him and was like, "This needs to be something real. Grow up." And I think in a lot mm-hmm. of guys' mind, if a woman says "grow up," that's the only thing they think they're supposed to do. Yeah, I think that he again was just molded by you know, like I think at some point he was going to propose to Kelsey, yeah. wanted to maybe saw it a few years in the future. But when Kelsey broke up with him and the boss said that, it pushed him. I'm not saying it's going to last and it's going to work, but yeah. I don't think it came from a bad place. Oh, I don't think it came from a bad place, but I don't think it came from, I am madly in love with this girl and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. I think he's just madly in love with himself. Yes. I think they both are coming to it from trying to check off boxes to be successful in this, you know, 20s age range. Like, they're supposed to get married. They're supposed to be successful in their career. And you get to a point where, in order to be seen as successful and mature, you're supposed to be married. And I think that's why he's checking off the boxes. And I think if the writers are smart, then the proposal that they wrote for him is very telling in terms of they're literally checking off boxes with each other. And I've seen it a number of times with women that I know where they get married to people and they're checking off boxes and they're in loveless marriages and they're not happy because you get to a certain age and you think you're supposed to do it so you do and that's just what the whole proposal felt like to me well I mean I think I I think I agree with you but I think the thing that I think is interesting is I think two people who are both checking off boxes it may be wrong in the long run but right now they both think it's right because I think Kelsey's doing the same exact thing oh yeah as I said they're both checking off boxes checking off boxes so they both are really on the same page we're not gonna say they're perfect for each other but for where they both are and what they both think you're supposed to have I think they're both checking off boxes and going this this may work out just perfect but marriage and love isn't about checking off boxes unless it's like vaginas and having babies I mean, box. So if someone, so many, so many times Dan you can here? say box without. I'm sorry. I just, I, a Dan is like in, like it's like, coming out right now. This is like over my head. Here. I was like, I don't, I don't get and it I'm coming like, from vagina. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just think that Kelsey is just as bad as that almost mm-hmm. because we see her be so nasty to Josh oh. and totally <gasps> overstep her uh-uh. boundaries. Totally. And that, and it was, and Lauren said, oh, I miss single Kelsey. It's like, what, single Kelsey a bitch? Apparently. Probably. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it was. Because I thought it was just, and I thought when she was yelling at Josh, really she was yelling at Thad. It was just projection everywhere. Just like when Liza was crying. Yeah. When 
Um, when Kelsey said yes, I don't think she was happy. Why do you think or, she was crying? I thought I didn't think she was happy or sad for for Kelsey. I thought she was thinking about her own like yeah. her own life, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, Kelsey may go down the same path that I yeah. went down." I, and then I wanted to ask you guys what you guys thought about that too, because she was like really thrown by that in her I acceptance know. of the proposal. What do you guys think that was going on with her? I felt the same way. I was really confused, and I was trying to, you know, I was like, on the one hand, you know, is she crying because it's setting in that. She just blew it with Josh, and she gave up that for mm-hmm. this false reality that she's made for herself, and it was sort of thrown in her face by this huge display of love in front of her. Or then I thought about that, too. Like, maybe she's thinking about, like, what she went through herself at that age and, like, you know, seeing Kelsey saying yes and knowing that this guy is not the one or right. the right one, maybe, you know, and, and wanting to be that kind of wiser, big sister kind of friend to Kelsey, but feeling like she can't, or I don't know. I think she, there was a whole lot of emotion she was dealing with. And she kept trying to give, like, little nuggets to Kelsey all episode mm-hmm. long. After oh, yeah, they talked yeah. to Dr. Ray, and Kelsey was like, this is the most boring, like, like, dreary, depressing story yeah, I've ever heard. so cliche. Like, this is so not I what I want to hear. <laughs> not what I want to hear. Kelsey's like, that's really depressing. Can you please stop talking right now? I was like, well, that's nice for a friend to say. Single Kelsey is back. Well, that means, so these are the two big things that happened in in this episode. Um, We also, like we said, had Cheryl Sussman come back. We love when she comes back. But we love the fact that Liza always finds a way to crush her. Mm-hmm. But this, I think, this crushing defeat of Cheryl Sussman, I think is actually going to be a plus. So we think yeah. Dr. Ray is going to be around for a while as Liza's confidant. Is that mm-hmm. what we're thinking? Yes. However, why does that mean that Cheryl can't come back and tell Diana or somebody else? Just Well, that's what I don't yeah. get. I was like, why? if I was Cheryl Sussman and <laughs> like this whole imprint thing blew up in my face, the first phone call I would make after getting off the phone with Dr. Ray would be like, uh, Diana. Yeah. And destroy this woman's career. That's season finale. (laughs) I guess. I guess she's sit on that for a minute. Well, I guess that Liza also has some, because she tried to really do some messed up stuff to Liza. Cheryl did a few episodes ago that, Mm -hmm. so she is dirt on her. Right. Which I guess is the reason for Cheryl to not go forward with telling everybody. I think so. I think that's why she's holding back because she can blackmail her because she tried to extort the facts and figures for their last mm. pitch or whatever. But that's only going to hold for so long. Sooner or later, Cheryl's going to play that card. She keeps getting closer and closer and yeah. closer. And we love to hate our character, so she'll be back oh, yet yeah. again in the season. Absolutely. We didn't get any Di- I mean, we didn't get any Diana really in this episode. Except for that hideous necklace. What the what? Well, I wasn't here last week, and I just want to say something. Oh, my last um, Get it off yeah. your chest. Get it off get your it chest. Off. Get it off. Do I it, wa- do it. I rewatched last week's episode today, and hearing that penis break, I just, I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I, the penis heard around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And we have not seen that man again this episode. I don't think we're going to see him again. Gonna, yeah. Well, but no. that necklace. Maybe. Oh, oh my gosh. Wardrobe department. I just went from hating you to loving you. Perhaps they gave her that because it was the giant ball on her necklace and the oh. giant ball in her ears. She's a ball buster. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, wardrobe. I got gotcha. Beyond balls, they took it like really <laughs> further. Yeah. 
Yeah. I we have to see him again, I think, um, to get some closure for Diana. To uh, see if his penis heals? Well no, it's also a book. They're they're doing his book. That's true. Like, you know Oh we're gonna have to see him. Yeah. <laughs> Did they <laughs> cast that or <laughs> I don't yeah, I can't. You, I don't want to talk about whether he can use it or not. I, I don't just, know. I, I was sitting on my floor today watching TV because I sit on my floor when I watch TV, even though I have a couch. And I laughed so hard when he is in the emergency room and he was like, Take her away from me. <laughs> and then when I saw her this episode, I was like, Damn, Diana. Yeah, but she was dressed a little more. I mean, aside from the giant balls <laughs> she was adorned with. On her neck. Her dress, you know, she was in like a bright red, like a little mm-hmm. flowier, more relaxed dress. We, as long as we keep her hair down, we, I think there's hope for her. I think I they're trying love to change. Diana. I do love Diana too. I really do. I hope we see more of her, whether this guy comes mm-hmm. back or like if she's breaking other balls. I don't know. I want her to just break penises left Everywhere. And right. Everywhere. Like a Dirty Diana. Yeah, everywhere. Let's do that. Let's mm-hmm. do that. And we got no Maggie, you know, maybe. We saw a little Maggie with the eye cream. Yeah, and a little and a little Lauren this episode. So maybe we'll see them next episode. Um, you guys want to get into some predictions to see yeah, what you think going to happen next? And now, you're After Buzz TV. Predictions. All right, Rockin' Mama, what we got? All right, so I think Josh is going to run off to Liza's daughter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please, no. I think Josh is really hurt, and I think that he's not going to just let Liza back in that easily. Um, but I think she's going to try. I think she's going to leave the night of the proposal and show up like a little John wet dog on his doorstep <laughs> and be like, please take me back. I'm so sorry. I love you. I made a mistake. And I hope that he doesn't open the door for her because I think that I would lose some respect for him because it was really wrong what she did. And I think it's really going to take her telling the truth to Kelsey for him to take her back. Um, and then I think for Kelsey and Thad, I think sadly we're going to see this engagement go on and we're going to see them start to plan this big ridiculous wedding and I think at some point it's gonna become hopefully apparent to Kelsey that she cares more about the wedding and getting married than she does about Thad because I think he's still gonna try to do three ways and not take their relationship seriously and not really be there for Kelsey he's just wants something pretty on his arm to show around his office Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I think that Kelsey is going to start following in Liza's footsteps, and then Liza is going to, like, kind of deter her. And Kelsey is going to be the one to say to Thad, you know what, I'm going to break your heart, I want my career first, and it's we're going to actually start to like him. I think we're going to start no. to like him. I do. I started to like him a little His bit more this episode already. His name is Thad. Whatever. <laughs> It's fine. He's hot. I don't care. To all the fads out there, we just apologize for that moment. That is a perfectly fantastic name. I'm fine with it. That is amazing. We love all fads out there, just to let Uh, it be known. Not this one. Well, I also think that Charles, I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious with Charles that him and Liza, I think it's going to be after Liza and Josh get back together. Mm. Well, we see my man from Glee. 
in the yes. previous. Yes. Matthew Morrison. Matthew yes. Morrison. Absolutely. So you know what? She she just has to start telling the truth. Me, I think she's going to start finding people like the doctor, you know, the therapist that she's going to start confiding mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. That's what we need, I think, yeah. for the show. Yeah, I think she's going to wear out Dr. Ray's couch. Because the, remember the deal mm-hmm. they made? Dr. Ray's like, I'll sign with Millennial as long as you allow me to do you as a case study. So we I, you know, anticipate seeing a lot more of this character. And I think it's going to be Dr. Ray that helps her realize you're not really choosing your job, as you keep saying. You're like, oh, I got to keep this job. I got to support my kid. I think it's going to be Dr. Ray that calls her out and says, you're not choosing your job. You're choosing career over love, like what we're yeah. saying here. And I don't think it's clicking to her. to her. I think she's using it as an excuse. And like, oh, I chose one before, and I get a chance to do, like, do this all over mm-hmm. again. So I think Dr. Ray's really going to set her straight, and it's really going to hit her with, like a ton of bricks to have to figure out what she wants. And I think maybe after that realization, she's going to figure out whether she really loves Josh or not. And then I think I think eventually she's going to date Charles. Like, I never thought it was going to be like she and Josh are going to break up and then she and Charles starts mm-hmm. dating. That's just no. too, it's too, that's too clean. They're maybe try to throw a couple other men in there. Maybe that's why the guy from Glee is on there. And I think eventually she's going to think Charles is right. But ultimately, Josh is always going to be there. Please, because oh, yeah. he's hot. Um, <laughs> yes, he's going to always be around and somehow, you know, he's going to, they're going to, she's going to continue to try to find yeah. him. And, but he's going to, I think his ultimatum to her is going to be tell Kelsey, as he said mm-hmm. before, like that's going to be a big deal, a big deal, a big deal to him. If you will tell Kelsey, then I might consider this because telling her the secret really is telling someone. I just yeah. had an epiphany a bit, oh, actually. Bam. Okay. Do I it. think that uh, Josh and Liza are going to break up. And but then they're going to come full circle together because he is going to become more successful and creative, and she is going to see him as a different kind of man. I mm. like this. I like this. I just got the chills, so I think it's real because the <laughs> this, this, <laughs> maybe no, but this magazine article, this article coming out, it'll bring some huge prestige mm-hmm. in New York. I mean, he just won't be the tat, the twenty-six-year-old tattoo artist. He'll be a successful businessman. I like this, and I'm going to take a little bit further and say if that happens, and she comes back and goes, "Okay, well, I can tell everyone now because you're successful X, Y, and Z." He's going to oh, be like, "Oh no, that would be so wrong." Right, but I wasn't good enough when I was a tattoo artist. I was twenty-six. Yeah. Right. I can. I can. I can see those things. That would be so wrong. I don't think we're going to see Charles and Liza until maybe the finale, and I think it will be like a. I mean, it would be a great cliffhanger for the finale for them to, like, have a moment and sort of this realization of, is this inappropriate or is this real kind of thing. They're going to have to address that if yeah. we're going to get them. Well, I just really want Charles to find out first and then for him to be like, all right, whatever, it's a fight. I kind of like you and you're very talented and so... I'm just going to keep quiet. I mean, for Charles, if he found out she was 40, it would be a plus for him because I think he would feel more comfortable dating her. Has anyone I ever seen so. Yeah. I feel like he's he's he would handle it similar to how Josh did in the sense of I feel like he's the kind of man who, like, honesty mm. and being forthcoming is very important to him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he would be very upset if he knew that she had lied. I mean, this isn't just her lying to somebody, like, on a personal level. She's lying career-wise and is this face of this millennial print, which is his business. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. I don't think he would just be like, hey, all right, cool, you're my age. Let's hook up. Like, <laughs> I think it would I be a big deal. I think on the right night, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think so too. <laughs> well, there you go. I think we've taken care of everything. Please yeah. let everyone know where they can find you in this social media world. I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere else at Rockin' Mama Life. I'm Sam Davidson. You guys can find me at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. And I'm Tara Johnson. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at TJWaggingHerTail and at WordsWineWomen.com. So, until next week, you guys stay younger. We're trying to stay younger. (laughs) 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 We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 